We are happy to announce that this episode of the SW Show is partially brought to you by Humble Bundle. Well, not, not really. We are part of the Humble Bundle referral program, and we just wanted to say that if you like really cheap games and maybe helping charity pending the Humble thing going on, all you have to do is go to humblebundle.com forward slash question mark partner equals SWW. That's right. Humblebundle.com forward slash question mark partner equals SWW. And you just do your normal stuff and it just kind of helps us get a couple bucks here and there. Maybe it helps AJ go about his lights. Maybe it's my camera. Maybe we actually pay Corey for helping us out. But again, if you're going to go buy games anyway, it might be worth checking out. Hello everyone and welcome to Movie Club where we... Yes, WW show are talking about the ultimate stinker for the uh, holiday season, Black Adam. I don't know. Is that a little too harsh? It's a little too harsh. I'm not going to see you and be like it was a great film, but I think it was fun. Okay. We'll I don't even know it. if it was fun. Just fucking just Pierce Brosnan in there, fucking. Yeah. So. Like. Well, and that was the whole weird part, right? So obviously there's gonna be mega spoiler. We're gonna talk about this movie backwards. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Not that there's really much to spoil. That heart hasn't already been. There's like a f- right. That's part of it. Like right. there is stuff that like matters, but it's online. I mean, The Rock literally posted the ending or who's in the you know, yeah ha- credit scene. Question: When you hire The Rock now, do you not just have an insurance policy on him for fucking saying shit? Like. Well, okay, so... Like, can, like, it's surprising to me, because I feel like The Rock is the one loose lips over here. Let's let's talk about that first, because I think that's part of my problem with this movie. Right, like... There is... No other person in Hollywood right now that is a better promoter of their work than The Rock. Obviously, he has mm-hmm. a lot of help, because he spent eight years, nine years with WWE learning promo skills. And he's just naturally good at it. He, and so like I follow him on Instagram. Like that's the only real place that I follow him. It's also the only place where I saw anything about this movie. Mm -hmm. But we'll give it, we'll get to that later. Um, And he was hyping up later also. Well, he was hyping up this movie to be like the, you know, the changing of the guard for DC or whatever, right? Like, fuck, what was it? The future of the DC multiverse? You're saying some shit? Yeah, something there. like that. If the future of the DC whatever verse is, what was it? The Justice Society? Like, yes. I'm sorry, yes. you have the thing called the Justice League. Which is such a better name than Justice Society. Like, Justice Society sounds like a name that would be in a spoof thing. Or Justice like, Society is a real DC thing, to be fair. Like, this yeah. is made up of this film. Or like a, a Watchmen thing where, like, they're not really superheroes. Right. But they need a 
a name. Um, yeah, so it like the the promo for this movie was so odd because I saw that the reviews were coming out right, like the critic reviews, and it wasn't that great. And so I was talking to people mm-hmm. at work, and I'm like, "The Rock's new movie looks like it sucks," and they're like. He has a new movie out. <laughs> so I don't know where they were advertising Black Adam other than The I'm, Rock doing it on Instagram. I'm pretty like initial box office of this film seems fine. Like let me say like a blow up, but it seems in part not better than like the good DC films from a like money point of view. And admittedly, so. I helped the box office a little bit cuz I told you I had a story about yeah, so so a- um, AJ promised story time. Yeah. Uh, so normally one of us has seen the film before the day we record the show. And this is not true today at all. We both saw it today. <laughs> yes, we, we both happened to see it on the day we're recording this. Just the way schedules worked out. So you were like, hey, can we record Black Adam on the day we're recording? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. So I went on and bought my ticket. I was like, okay, I need to see this in the morning to record in the evening. So I bought a ticket for 12.15 or something like that. And I got up at my normal time, like, I was probably up and going around 8, 8.30, um, doing my thing, went down to the river, had, you know, just enjoyed the beautiful weather we've had the past couple of days. And I got back, and I was making lunch, and waiting for something to cook in the oven. I was watching a playthrough of... Uh, the new Call of Duty campaign. I look down, see 12.39 p.m. Go, oh, fuck, I missed my movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess I gotta buy another ticket. <laughs> so, luckily it was only like 12 bucks that. or something like that, but still, I was like... And it's a good thing you're like, hey, can we record in the evening so I could find something else? There was one at like 2 o'clock, so I'm like, okay... I got to really get going, got a quick eat, lunch, go to the movie. So that's what I ended up doing. But that's, that's amazing. To be fair, I literally walked in my film as like the, uh, what's the horrible AMC ad thing is going? Oh, you into an AMC, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know that okay. ad thing at the end, the Nicole Kidman thing. So I'm curious how they did it at AMC, because I saw it at a local chain uh, here in the Grand Rapids area. Did that AMC ad play and then the movie like immediately start? Yeah, that's how it works for AMC. Okay. Because I thought there would be like some sort of buildup or like some sort of break. But like the the theater bumper like wrapped up and it was like the, sec- the frame that it wrapped, the WB thing started. So how AMC is AMC like AMC time? Movie time does the Nicole Kidman ad, cuts to black, and yeah, the Warner thing popped up. Well, it was like faster than normal. Is like what uh, I was saying. To like, be fair, to be fair, it's maybe it's with the speed that, that this film begins. I think might be the faster than normal part. I think part of it too is like I'm used to like a, a fade up from black for that stuff. Right. It was this like film no, did not have like, a fade out. We're like screw your fade out. Like it feels like they forgot the fade out to they forgot to put the fade out in on the final render 
and or the fade in and yeah it it goes and it yeah i guess my initial reactions to the start of that movie were oh great this is another um some animal that's going buck wild at my door um what was the Thor mm-hmm. where like it's gonna go straight into it like no DC bumper no nothing the, the difference is Thor's more fun go on yeah well that's that's what I was saying right like I was expecting it to do its thing and be like an homage to the Thor open mm-hmm. it felt like it was an homage to the Thor open put on by sophomores in film school. (laughs) Like, it just... It felt so like, oh, this is... This is just what's going to happen. You know, it's going to be... So, I want to jump in here Mm -hmm. and start with my first one. Um, My question starts with... Why were they driving the mystery machine? Because I filmed the, the entire time I'm watching that van, I'm like, this is the fucking mystery machine. Well, and here's where it got even weirder. Like, what was it supposed to be? Like, was it supposed to be Middle East? Was it supposed to be, like, South Africa? Like, This is supposed to be, I, not Egypt, but, like, between Egypt and Israel. Like, that, like, Middle Eastern yeah. pocket. That's what this is supposed to be. I don't, it's not, I know it's not Egypt because of the Egypt DC one, but it's, like, right next to it. Yeah. So, like, it's like, okay, where are they trying to put this? Because it it feels... It felt a lot like they took a South American city and put it in the desert. You know, like, almost like they went to the... They went to Brazil, took a favela from Rio, and put it in the desert. That's what it mm-hmm. felt like for in terms of the city design. So I was like, okay, what are they... You know, and then you've got Inner Gang, which is the worst name ever. Oh, yeah, fucking that was atrocious. And it's like, okay, are they supposed to be, like... Who are they supposed to be? Are they supposed to be, like, the... The, uh... Company from Avatar, where, like, they're going <laughs> to this this area to mine this thing and oh, it yeah, seems I'm, like I'm it, but... they were the most combined with the location most generic we are villain you yeah. are slaves have a good day i feel like that's this dc like at least with marvel it feels like the villains are a little nuanced like marvel the weakness a lot of times has been the villains to be fair but yeah this one though my issue with this one is like they were the villain but then this, this king, this other like equivalent, like the king was the villain, um, and then he, then he, so like you know how Shazam and Black Adam got their power from the gods. Apparently, the demons can also give powers, which makes even though in comics I felt like that wasn't explained super well. Uh, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like it's you have the wizards who are the good guys, you have the demons who are the bad guys, like. Uh, 
it makes sense in terms of, of course, there's going to be a bad guy getting his powers from some some evil form, right? Mm-hmm. Which is fine, whatever. That's pretty bog standard. In fact, in a way, it was almost like, okay, the the king, right? It felt like it felt like that was a better backstory than most other villains mm-hmm. we normally get. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, like this is this is how Black Adam got his power, and this is how the king got his power. Cool. Like, thanks for explaining it, right? Like, that was really nice that they kind of laid it out there because then then you can understand where they're coming from. Right? Like, the the power where, where that stuff's coming from. And so in a way, like, I applaud them for that. I feel like that was one of the strengths of the movie was keeping the characters intentionally vague because I mean Black Adam isn't a hero right like and it's stated throughout the movie by one of the worst actors in Hollywood that he's not a hero he's not a superhero it's like okay yeah like maybe one too many times also yeah cool I also also I want to put the twist with like him being the father actually that was, was actually decently executed but I feel like they didn't do a good explanation of, like, it's like when he, like, eventually like, he gives himself up, right, to go be prisoned for, forever. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I feel like that jump to me was not super well, like, explained of, like, ah, here we are, I'm fine now being prisoned forever. Like, I feel like that jump was a little extreme. Yeah, it went from he was ready to murk Hawkman to, yeah, sure, whatever. And, yeah, that jump was kind of like, okay. Like, I don't the worst jump, but it was pretty bad. Yeah. It, it felt like a jump of, all right, we need to power him down. How do we do that? Okay, well, he shazams himself. All right, fine, whatever. Why does he do that? Because plot point. Mm-hmm. Sure, go with it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's kind of what it felt like. And I don't know, like, it's weird, right? They're, so they've got Waller, who they're trying to build up as this, like, Nick Fury character. I used to get, she's, I, I used to get like, Viola Davis agreed to keep doing these. Like, in my head, it was, she did Suicide Squad, and thus Suicide Squad, they offered her a fat check. And I'm like, she must be done. And every time I'm like, she's back? Well, she was in Justice League as well. Hmm? So, like... She's the, the, I don't know. Do you think of her as Nick Fury? I think of her more like... Well, I don't think of her as Nick Fury. I'm saying, like, that's, they want, like, that style. See, of... I was thinking more in Bond. I think it's more, I see her as, is it, who runs it? M? Yeah. That's what I, well, I see more that, like, M, like, that type of... Yeah, I, I could see that, but... In a way, she doesn't like the superheroes. A way, yeah. So what I was going to say is, like, they want a Nick Fury, but their Nick Fury hates superheroes. Mm-hmm. And so it just feels so weird. Like, 
are they trying to build her to be a villain as well? Like, which if, if they do that, I think that's an awesome move, right? Have this kind of overarching character that doesn't give a shit and ends up becoming a villain. Mm -hmm. That's actually kind of cool. Like that's a cool build to a character. Which, considering DC does so few movies, mm. I think it would be a welcome thing, right? Because like, if it was Marvel, this would be played out over like eight different movies. Mm. It would be the end of a phase, a couple TV shows. You're like, all right, I'm sick and tired of this. Like, let's just do this. But... In DC, in the moment, it's kind of like, okay, she hates these guys. She tolerates some of them just to get where she wants, which is ultimate control. Cool. Whatever. And they, but they need to build to that if that's what they're going for. Otherwise, just having a character that hates superheroes be in charge of superheroes, you're like, Good God, there's going to be a 15-minute monologue in this movie about how she hates that she has to use these people. She'd rather use Rick Flagg and his mercs or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's telling that we've talked for 17 minutes now and basically haven't covered anything about the movie. So let's see, what's what's the other big plot? So we, literally, it's, it's like, I think the twist of him being the father, I actually don't know Black Adam at all. Um, I think it's a cool one. I think I enjoyed at least... It was certainly team. interesting. Like, yeah, I think, it was, I think it was a good touch. Yeah. The way they even, like, didn't show it, and they kept showing going back to the scene and changing what happened. I, I was going to say, it was also kind of cool how... It was almost like an unreliable narrator. Where you're like, okay, the story that we're first told is the champion defeats the king after the king had worn the crown. In reality, the champion shazams his powers to his dad. Champion dies. Dad goes in, kills the king. Okay, like... You know, it's not just a A to B superhero story. I like how he got his powers. That's, I think, a good touch. Um, I think when you discuss the thing as we said, it was forward, obviously, is the Henry Cavill back to Superman part. So what's interesting to me also is, I don't even know, Black Adam is Shazam's villain normally, so it's very interesting to me that, like, obviously they for the pop of Superman, but I find that one extra interesting. Yeah, I feel like they're building to, okay, Shazam's going to take over a spot, maybe Batman's spot. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I'm pretty sure Affleck is not going to be Batman again. I'd be wild if we got him back. And the only Batman that you have currently running is an awesome take on kind of a very gritty Batman. 
who clearly isn't in this universe. Right, like the Batman, the um, the current one. Uh, mm-hmm. What's his face? Uh, uh, Robert uh, Pattinson. Yes. Um, you know he's he's not in this DC universe, right? Like that's kind of made clear throughout that movie that this is way more real in terms of nobody has powers, right? Like. You're not seeing people fly around or do whatever, right? It's all natural stuff. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there is some supernatural, like the Joker and what they're going to do with that and, you know, where they could go with that. But I feel like I really hope they don't introduce Superman. But... um yeah, it it feels like they're going to have Shazam take over a spot on the Justice League. And I mean with the reception to 1984, I feel like Wonder Woman's going to be replaced, but by who? Mhm. You know, it, that's a little weird. Um Aquaman gets Weirder and weirder because how do you deal with the Amber Heard situation? It sounds like they're going to cut her out of that movie completely. And, and then after that, you have the Flash situation. Oh dear God! Yeah, you have. That's another one you gotta think of too. Like you have the Flash, who the actor for that could be going away for up to twenty six years. Um, but apparently they're doing reshoots. So. Yeah, DC's in a really weird position. Like obviously. I think a lot of their problems come down to what's his name Jeff Johns, the guy that's kind of running DC right now. Mm-hmm. Like you had, you know, you obviously had the Chris Nolan Batman. Everyone loved that, and then Marvel comes out and is like. We're going to do our own thing. And DC's kind of left going, okay. Well, how do we do our thing? Because Batman, you know, begins Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Can't really do anything with that universe because we know it's going to end, right? Like, Mm -hmm. no one's going to leave, whatever. But how do we handle that? They just never figured out a way to do that. Like, it's to me, I feel like DC could have gone the way more like, and maybe they went too far gritty, but like, you know, I've talked about it before. Marvel movies to me are so sterile, right? Like, mm-hmm. they, have, they have the exact same playbook. Like, they're basically mad libs at this point. And you're like, okay. They're not going to take any risks. The furthest they'll go is like Winter Soldier. Right. Which at the time, I would argue, was pretty groundbreaking. I might have said now it's... Yeah. yeah. And 
So they're not very gritty. They're very supernatural powers, things like that. DC could have easily gone the route of, okay, we've got Shazam, Black Adam, Superman, Mm -hmm. and Wonder Woman. Those are our four that have powers. Everyone else is normal. Right, so you could have built up to to that and then introduced Flash in a really cool way. But the fact that they want to do an ensemble movie first and kind of killed that whole that whole thing. Uh, uh, you know, it's wild, though. As we're all saying this, remember, we still, as we know of, have like four more films in the DC, what they're calling the DC Extended Universe, which yep. is wild. Yeah, we've got what, Shazam 2, The Flash. Uh, we know there's a new Superman who's been officially announced, John Cavill. Uh, we know Gunn has two DC products. We don't know what they are. We assume one is Peacemaker Season 2. God, that raises another question. Like, is Gunn's Suicide Squad in this universe? Uh, my understanding is it's the Suicide Squad that's canon. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, Gunn's Suicide Squad. He yeah, yeah. The first no, one, that so. one's a canon one. Yeah. Well, like, is that in, like, theoretically, could Harley Quinn, Peacemaker, and... Uh... Shark Boy, what, what did they actually call him? Killer Shark. Fuck, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, like that squad, could they run into Black Adam? Yeah, in theory they could. In which case, I think that'd be hilarious. Because you've set up Black Adam as this, ooh, super gritty, like, you know, anti-hero character. And you bash that into the viewer skull during that movie. Okay, whatever. Right, like, it almost desensitized me at a point to like, yeah, sure, whatever, say your thing, like you're not here to protect bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Harley Quinn, who has not a care in the world. And you got Polka Dot Man, who fucking throws Polka Dots at people. <laughs> right, like... That... I want to see that. I want to see it done by a James Gunn. Right, like, if you're going to involve the Suicide Squad in anything, I want Gunn handling that movie, because he will handle it with the stupidity that it knows it has, Mm -hmm. and will treat that in the right way. Meanwhile, I feel like there's just... There's no connection in the DCEU. Oh, not at all. Right, like, other than that they're DC movies, you know, there's, you're you're trying to tell me, right, like, oh, well, Suicide Squad is in the same universe as Black Adam, who's in the same universe as Justice League, and you're going, okay. I feel like Flashpoint needs to happen because that explain a lot. But then you have to release a film story. 
then you have to release a film starring someone that's potentially going to prison. Uh-huh. So, God, that... I would feel... I'd feel so bad for the people working on that movie. Mm-hmm. Because you're pouring your heart into this project. And your lead actor has to go and break into people's houses and cause ruckus and this and that. And your movie could potentially just be fully scrapped. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it's a yeah. fun mess to work for Warner Brothers. I think that's a safe thing to say. I was thinking about it though, because right, it says like you know Warner Brothers Discovery now on the on the Black Adam. Yeah, I was say, that was interesting to me too. I mean, that's an easy fix. Yeah, right? it's like a, you just re-render that title sequence with a different. I just the Henry Cavill scene was filmed a month ago. It was all easy to fix. Yeah. Was the Discovery merger the worst thing to happen for Warner Brothers? Ever, probably. Because, well, I mean, like recently, right? Like maybe not ever, but. No, pretty close. Because they, there's been so much bad press with that, and so many projects getting canceled and things cut. And it's like, you know, I understand you need to merge to keep Disney at bay, right? Like you need to be just big enough that Disney can't just, yeah, sure, whatever, we'll just buy you guys. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I, fuck. I don't know, dude. Like, do I recommend Black Adam? Probably not. Um, was it bad? Not really. Was it good? No. Like this, this movie's a perfect four out of ten. I I would have said like a five, but that's probably fair. Like. It's got a solid plot. There's a lot of stuff that leaves questions. Like, there's a lot of just needless stuff in it, too. It doesn't explain a whole lot in terms of, like, external plot stuff. Like, am I supposed to know who the Justice Society is? Yeah, to be fair, though, but it's kind of like how they try like the Suicide Squad. Like it's one of those. Like I bet I don't know just like well, but my understanding is I think they're a little more of a fluidish team in the same way well, that, that like Suicide Squad is. Yeah, but like there's zero introduction to them. Oh yeah, you know that's valid. Like it's like oh, they it's like oh, who's like, here? You like show the history a little bit more. Like yeah, You're I like, think it'd be funny. You played it like like you should have gone back to Just League, and these guys were in the background the whole time dealing with like small stuff. Like you should have like played it like they've been here forever. Our fate in uh, Adam Smasher from Shazam. No, okay, because they talk about them like they're established characters. So, like I haven't seen Shazam, so I don't know who these characters are. Right, like. They treat fate like he's this, you know, basically God. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have no... Shit, I don't know who he is, right? Like, is he out of this world? Is he, you know, 
is he a Mysterio type? Like, what is he? Like, should I fear Hawkman? Right? Like, yeah. Hawkman's interesting because I don't think any fiction can deal with Hawkman. Hawkman's just like one of those, like, he almost looks like generic mini boss. So you have to be like, how do you make people care about him? Which this movie does in the worst way. Like, I don't care about any of the characters in this movie. Also, the 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 uh, little grunts on the enemy side were so throwaway, it's not even funny. <laughs> like, the bikes, I'm like, did you find this off of, like, generic sci-fi? Well, and that's the thing, too, right? Like, they totally just, like, wand those away. Mm-hmm. Like, at least to Black Panther's credit, they say, like, you know, the vibranium made them, like, this technological force that's like, they 500 years it. ahead. Yeah, in this in this movie. But they never explain to us what it is. Besides, <laughs> It's an Earth element. Yeah. They were like, oh, it, it harnesses the power of whatever, and they can form it into a crown that grants invincibility. Cool. So how can they make bikes that can, like, right. Or how... How can they make this one force field or ship that's impenetrable? Can we explain this a little better? Yeah. Especially if it was so rare that one gem was enough for them to fight for freedom. Like, I'm so confused. Like, how much all of this takes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, shit. Like, let's go back to Avatar. They at least explain that Unobtainium... (laughs) Fuck, I forgot the name of it. ...is, like, you know... Impossible to get. It's only on this one planet. Like, we use it for all this stuff. Yeah. Fucking forgot it's literally on Obtainium because you can't yeah. obtain it. So, like, Would you even even that that has a throwaway name is explained better than this element that is apparently like vibranium. Jim mind that this type of element exists, but you also have already have kryptonite, so I'm extra confused. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like... I want to I wanna, I wanna end this, though, is talking about... I want to see if you had the same trailer I did, since I assume the trailer packages might be national. Did you add the David Harbinger Santa film? No. Fuck, are you familiar with this? Yes, Violent Santa or whatever. Violent Night. I think Violent it Night, yeah. that's what it's called. I, I, yes, I am semi-familiar with it. I think I've seen one trailer, but... We found a December fucking film unless something changes. I'm just saying. Oh, I was going to pitch Avatar for Oh, fuck. He's trying to make me fall asleep in a film. God, you know that film's going to be like four hours. <laughs> and you know we're going to walk out and I'm going to look at you and go, name me one character in that film. Jake Sully. <laughs> I know he's in it because I saw the trailer. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. But, uh... Yeah. I think oh, that's good it. God, man. Like, I think you put it perfectly. Like, confusion is how I would describe this film. I think, I think that's accurate. So I think this film doesn't know what it is. Being objective, but I think it wanted to be way grittier 
way more impactful. And then they realized, oh, we've got the rock. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, just. Yeah, all right, all right, I'll do it for us here in Movie Club. This was this month's Movie Club of Black Adam. Just so everyone is familiar, we know for a fact our next film will be Wakanda Forever. So prepare your local stuff for that. We'll talk about it in the next SWW show next week. Thank you for joining us. We are sorry that you had to pay for that. But you may, you may have let Warner help exist just a little bit longer. I was Mike. This was AJ. And we'll see you at the movies. The SWW show and all of its affiliate podcasts are podcast by me, Mike Maroney and AJ Losey, by, sometimes by our contributors, including Corey King. You can follow The SWW Show on social media at The SWW Show, or sooner or later, you go to patreon.com slash SWW to help us out. Thank you. We hope you enjoy the rest of your day.